What's your mom? A working mom. And what did she write? The working the mom. The working mom blueprint. blueprint. And what should they do? Go buy, buy it today. The Working Mom Blueprint is now available wherever books are sold. Go grab it for yourself, for a friend, for a sister, for a colleague, so we can help working moms, all moms, to thrive, not just survive on their motherhood journey. Mm Welcome to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full-time pediatrician and a full-time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. everyone. Welcome back to the Modern Mommy Doc Podcast. Today, we are chatting about limiting beliefs, about things that we believe about ourselves or about our circumstances that hold us back from being the people we are meant to be and for completing the missions that they were put on this earth to complete. So I want to talk about my own limiting beliefs that have really held me back in the past and made it difficult for me to move forward and how I change the game on them. Because I think a lot of you are going to find yourself in a similar position that I was in. And I want to give a caveat. I am not someone who has reached perfection. No one has reached perfection. And I am also not the kind of person that believes in manifest destiny or in manifesting where if you just believe it, it will happen. I really believe in the hard work of getting curious behind what are our hangups? What are the things that hold us back? And then working on them diligently. And I absolutely believe that this is a process for so many of us that is lifelong and that we keep on having to be curious in order to make forward momentum. You will have times where your limiting beliefs, you maybe thought that you conquered them and they come rushing back to you. You may have times that you think I should be 100% over this and you are not, and you find yourself very, very frustrated. But the difference is when we understand what our limiting beliefs are and we work intentionally at addressing them, they no longer control us and we stay less stuck in the place of them keeping us from moving forward for significantly shorter periods of time. Okay, limiting belief number one. The limiting belief that held me back for the longest period of time was that I had to have it all figured out before I could begin. When I first started Modern Mommy Doc, I knew that I wanted to write. I knew that I wanted to blog. I knew that I wanted to help women. I did not know how I was going to monetize those efforts. 
I had no idea about how to build a brand. I had no web design background or information or education. And so for a long time, I stayed in an information gathering stage. I listened to a bunch of podcasts. I read a bunch of books. I looked at what other people were doing. And I never, ever moved into the doing category. So this belief that I had to really research, I had to really dig in, I had to know it all, I had to become an expert before I started, actually made it so that I didn't make money for a longer period of time, and that I didn't allow myself to get to a place where I was actually helping women faster. Now, what was the solution? I actually had to dig in a little bit deeper to say, what is the actual reason why I don't want to start before I'm ready. And this is why I was afraid of failure. I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to look stupid. I didn't want to waste a bunch of money. And I wanted it to be perfect. That's layer number one on the top of the ocean. Going deeper, though, was this limiting belief that I would fail, that unless I put my heart and my soul and every single fiber of my being into making this business a success, and even if I did that, that I was not going to be one of those people that made it, that that was for some other person and not for me. So I had to really get deep with that about why is it that I'm not allowed to succeed? Why is it that I believe that I am the type of person that works and works and works and works and works and never makes it and that other people are able to put in less effort and actually have more success? Why is it? Where did I learn that? Who taught me that? And when I go back in my history, it's in my upbringing that I was always taught to be a hard worker. I was shown the example of people who started businesses and that honestly, they failed and they didn't do well. And so I believe that that was basically my lineage, that I inherited this gift of always working hard and never winning and never succeeding. And that really, that was my being, that that was the essence of who I was. So I had to get over that. Okay, limiting belief number two was because I was a mom, this would be too difficult and that I would be a bad mom if I pursued my dreams. I know many of you can relate to that feeling and that concern, that if you put yourself into something, that if you decided I'm going to really go for it with the gusto, you know, in the back of your head, there are going to be some sleepless nights. You know, in the back of your head, you're going to sometimes have to say no to your kids to make it happen. You know, in the back of your head that sometimes you're going to have to put off your relationships with other friends that you might be different than other moms. And you're going to have to deal with the perception from other people that you are a go-getter, career-driven person. Almost every single meeting that I have with a new partner, with someone who hears about my work, one of the first things they say is, I can't believe you're still standing. And hey, I take it as a compliment. That's awesome that they say that. But I also internally, sometimes part of that, I have to deal with it because some of that messaging to me in my brain, in the deepest part of my self-limiting little person, human person, 
is saying, yeah, see, you do do too much. Yeah, see, this isn't going to last. It's not sustainable. And who is going to be the person who suffers most because of all the work you're doing? It's going to be your kids. So I have had to, as a solution, be very, very kind to myself and stay in the present moment. I've had to remind myself of a few things. One, I can't fail even if I tried to, right? This is something, this mission inside of me is something that is so close to the essence of who I am that I have to put it out into the world. In order to be content, I have to keep on helping other working moms. It's the thing that drives me. It's the thing that gives me energy. It's the thing that at the end of the day makes me want to get up the next day. And so I have to do it. And that I will not fail as long as I keep on going with it. Number two, that my children do not need me every single second of the day. They do need me in very concentrated periods where I need to be really highly focused on them and not on anything else. They need to hear me say, nope, I'm not going to do that today because I want to spend special time with you. They need me to, on their days when they're sick, if it's my turn, to be the one that's not grumpy about it, to be with them, for them to hear me say, hey, I wish that I could be out doing my work today, but I'm so glad I get to spend a minute with you. And I love being your mom. They need that. And number three, that I have to really focus in on that inner navigational beacon that I have developed using the Center Life Blueprint that gives me that inkling that maybe I'm pushing a little too far, right? I have to be open to receiving that on the entirety of the journey, it's fine that I really, really, really want this and want to keep on pushing, But there are some days where I need to listen to my kids when they're acting up and it seems like maybe they need a little bit more of my attention that day. Or I need to listen to my body when I can tell that I have been pushing a bit too hard and I need to hold back and take care of myself. That I need to remain sensitive and attuned to that little balance beam inside me that says, okay, I'm going too far this way, I'm going too far that way. So that way I do not burn out in the process. You know how, like in high school, you could join different clubs, depending on your interests or things people were into? I wasn't really that much of a club person when I was younger, but these days, it feels like having a tribe of other working moms around me is so, so valuable. And it's hard to do in real life because we're all scattered and busy and have our separate lives. We have designed the Modern Mamas Club to be that club, that tribe, that support network for you. And we didn't want it just to be about what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome professional or what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome mom, but also what are the ways we can help you to remember who you are as an individual person? Voila, welcome. The Modern Mamas Club is on the scene. It's a community of mamas to support you, 24 access to our video library, live events, workshops, hangouts, relatable mom rooms and discussions, and a resource library and recommendations from yours truly, Dr. Whitney. Go check it out at modernmommydoc.com.
Self-limiting belief number three is I am not smart enough. I don't have what it takes. I, even if I learned everything, even if I took all the classes, even if I became an expert, that I am not on the same echelon of others, right? Self-limiting belief number three really is I am a fraud. I know so many of you mamas feel that way in your own individual businesses where you are entrepreneurs, that you might feel that way when you are on the job in a corporate job or in a small office, that you feel like I am a fraud every day. I will tell you that as a pediatrician in my office, I have felt that way time and time again. I am responsible for making really big decisions for families, for helping them to avoid missing a bunch of work, for making sure that a kid doesn't die, for curing pneumonia, for making sure that a child doesn't have meningitis by doing a lumbar puncture correctly, right? In residency. And so I've had that feeling of, I shouldn't be in this position of power. I have it now sometimes when I am guiding my team. When I am telling other people what to do who are working alongside me, that I feel like maybe someone else should run this meeting because I'm not really capable of doing it. They should be doing it. Those are moments of self-compassion for me. And I'm compassionate for two parts of me. Number one, I'm compassionate for the part of me that feels like a fraud. I say, that makes sense that you feel like a fraud, right? This is from Kristen Neff's work. That makes sense that you feel like a fraud. I validate the feeling. Then I give a reason for the feeling. It makes sense because women in the workplace constantly feel like frauds. They're made to feel like frauds. And that that's the way that we're brought up. Common humanity. I bet I could fill a room full of people, of other working moms who would feel exactly like me. I could fill a room full of executive leaders who feel exactly like me, of speakers, of authors, of podcasters, of whatever, who feel exactly the same way I do. So I have compassion for that person who feels like a fraud. I also have compassion, though, for the person who is irritated with the person who feels like a fraud right? I have compassion for my badass self who says, oh my gosh, this is so annoying. Why do you constantly feel like a fraud? Shut up already. I have compassion for her because I know that person wants to better herself, wants to not deal with this, wants to be over it. And so I also give that same validation, that same reason behind it, that same common humanity to that piece and part of me. Every single person and every single working mom that I know has some limiting beliefs about themselves or about money or about their job or about their skill level or about their knowledge base that is holding them back. And it's very, very individualized. What are the ways that you can help yourself? Number one, read Kristen Neff's book, Self-Compassion, because it is a game changer. Number two, surround yourself with other working women who are in the same boat you are that you can share some stories with, that you can talk about things with, that you can be real with, that you can be vulnerable with because you are not alone. And the more you talk with other women, the more you'll realize that. And then lastly, if you need it, 
please talk with an executive coach or with a therapist or someone who can really hone in on your individual hangups and the things that are keeping you from being the best version of yourself and who maybe even more importantly will be able to help you to get yourself out of those spots a little faster when you fall into them again, because inevitably we all do. I'm here with you, mama. Hey mama, if you want more of the Modern Mommy Doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag Modern Mommy Doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.